Welcome to episode 849 of the 1010 Thrive podcast, brought to you by 1010 Thrive Ministries. 1010 Thrive. 10 minutes a day, based on 10 guidelines for abundant living. King Nebuchadnezzar II was the most prominent king of the Neo-Babylonian Empire, known for military conquests, monumental building projects in Babylon, including the Hanging Gardens, and significant biblical roles. His reign marked the empire's peak, exemplified by his defeat of Egypt at Carchemish and the subsequent expansion of his territory. Despite initial military setbacks, his successful campaigns in the Levant, including the destruction of Jerusalem, solidified his power. His extensive construction efforts beautified Babylon, making the city a representation of his legacy. In Daniel 4, Nebuchadnezzar has a dream, which troubles him, due to its ominous implications. After his wise men fail to provide an interpretation, he solicits the help of the exiled Hebrew prophet, now turned court official Daniel, setting the stage for a profound narrative of divine judgment and personal transformation. King Nebuchadnezzar dreams of a great tree that reaches the sky, visible to the ends of the earth, providing shelter and food for all. A divine decree orders the tree cut down, leaving only its stump, signifying Nebuchadnezzar's humbling by God. Daniel interprets this as God's message to Nebuchadnezzar, indicating that he will be stripped of his kingdom and live among wild animals until he acknowledges God's sovereignty over the kingdoms of men. At the peak of his reign, King Nebuchadnezzar, while walking in his royal palace, makes a prideful proclamation about Babylon, crediting its grandeur to his own might and glory. Immediately, a divine voice declares that his kingdom will be taken from him until he recognizes that heaven rules. This leads to Nebuchadnezzar's dramatic fall from power. He is struck with madness, living among wild animals in the fields, eating grass as one of them, illustrating the profound depths of his humiliation. Nebuchadnezzar's story vividly illustrates the perils of pride. His boastful declaration of Babylon's greatness as his own achievement reflected his deep-seated pride, not merely in Daniel 4, but throughout his reign. In Daniel 3, he erects a golden image and commands that all worship it. This act of demanding absolute loyalty and worship from his subjects under threat of death highlights his ego and self-deification. Just as Nebuchadnezzar's pride led to his downfall and humiliation, believers today are cautioned against allowing pride to cloud their judgment and relationship with God. Proverbs 16.18 starkly warns that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Similarly, 1 Peter 5.6 encourages believers to humble themselves under God's mighty hand with the promise that He will lift them up in due time. This verse underscores the principle that exaltation comes not from self-promotion, but from God's recognition of our humility. Moreover, James 4 and 6 provides further insight, stating, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. The story of Nebuchadnezzar, therefore, is not just a historical account, but a spiritual allegory warning against the dangers of pride and the importance of humility. In today's context, where the pursuit of personal achievements and recognition can often lead to pride, Nebuchadnezzar's experience serves as a critical reminder. It invites believers to reflect on their own lives 
and consider where pride may be hindering their relationship with God and others. It calls for a conscious effort to cultivate humility, recognizing that all we have and all we are is a result of God's grace. Nebuchadnezzar's madness continues for seven years, but then God delivers him. His restoration begins after he acknowledges the sovereignty of the Most High. He is humbled, living in madness among the beasts, until he lifts his eyes to heaven, recognizing God's dominion over all kingdoms. This act of humility leads to his sanity being restored, and he is re-established in his kingdom with greater honor, praising and honoring the King of Heaven. His experience teaches the power of humility and the importance of acknowledging God's supreme authority. Nebuchadnezzar's restoration to power, following his recognition of God's sovereignty, underscores the biblical truth that humility precedes honor. His experience serves as a cautionary tale and a beacon of hope, demonstrating that even those who have fallen into the depths of pride can be restored through humility and acknowledgement of who God is. Friends, we would do well to reflect on our own lives, to identify areas where pride may be preventing a fuller reliance on and relationship with God. Do we need to be more humble? Cultivating humility involves recognizing our dependence on God, reminding us of our need for His guidance and wisdom. Recognize that every breath, ability, and opportunity comes from God. Daily prayer and meditation on scriptures that emphasize God's sovereignty and our need for His grace foster a heart of humility. Serving others is another powerful avenue for developing humility. Engage in acts of service without expectation of acknowledgement or reward. Volunteering at local charities, helping those in need within your community, or simply being present and offering support to friends and family can shift focus from self to others. Seeking accountability within a faith community is also helpful. Being part of a small group, Bible study or mentorship relationship where members can share struggles, successes and spiritual growth encourages humility. It allows for constructive feedback and guidance, helping to identify and address areas of pride. Practicing gratitude shifts perspective from what we lack or desire to what we have been given. Keeping a gratitude journal or sharing thanks with others can cultivate a spirit of humility, recognizing God's hand in every aspect of life. In Nebuchadnezzar's experience of humbling and restoration, we can glimpse shadows of Christ's redemptive work. Just as Nebuchadnezzar was brought low, stripped of his power and reason, only to be restored upon his acknowledgement of God's sovereignty, we too are called to humble ourselves before God, recognizing our need for His grace. Jesus throughout the Gospels teaches the value of humility and the necessity of acknowledging God's reign over our lives. Matthew 23 verse 12 Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Paul speaks of Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, humbled himself to the point of death on a cross, and consequently, God exalted him to the highest place. The narrative in Daniel 4 also prefigures the kingdom of God that Jesus proclaimed, a kingdom not of this world, but founded on divine authority and characterized by righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Nebuchadnezzar's acknowledgement of God's sovereignty after his restoration mirrors the call to repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, through whom we are granted citizenship in God's eternal kingdom.
Daniel 4 emphasizes God's sovereignty and grace, themes central to our Christian faith. God's decision to restore Nebuchadnezzar after a period of humiliation underscores his merciful character, a mercy fully manifested in Jesus. Through Christ's life, death, and resurrection, God offers forgiveness and restoration to all who turn to him in repentance and faith. This story serves as a powerful reminder that no one is beyond the reach of God's transforming grace. Moreover, the passage highlights God's sovereignty over the kingdoms of the world. This is a truth that offers comfort and hope to believers. In times of political and social upheaval, we are reminded that God is in control, orchestrating His purposes through the rise and fall of nations. Jesus, referred to as the King of Kings, will ultimately establish His unshakable kingdom, where justice and righteousness prevail. As we reflect on Daniel 4 and its connection to Jesus Christ, we are invited to examine our own lives. Do we recognize God's sovereignty over every aspect of our existence? Or do we, like Nebuchadnezzar, live in prideful self-sufficiency? The story urges us to humility, acknowledging our need for God's grace and the lordship of Jesus over our lives. Additionally, we are called to trust in God's sovereign control over history, including our personal stories and the larger narrative of the world. In uncertain times, we can find peace in knowing that God's purposes will prevail and His kingdom will come in its fullness. Father, help us to live in humble submission to you, trusting in your control over our lives and the world, and looking forward to the full realization of the divine kingdom. That's our episode. Remember that God calls you not only to live, but to thrive. Live life to the fullest today.